The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Think about as safe as the Royals trying to justify keeping Cal Eldred on. My goodness, that was unsafe. We just got done watching a video of somebody's TikTok and uh, these these construction workers on scaffolding just by basically they're just standing on two oh, boards. Yeah, just like I'm trying to think of like the the type of boards they're walking on, but it's just two boards laying on scaffolding, and they're probably. A hundred feet in the air. I mean, nothing holding them. Like nothing. They're you know they're not clipped onto anything. The the amount of stories that they are high and is amazing. It's about as safe and smart as keeping calendar. Hi, welcome to the game. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G, Sage Williams. What were you gonna say? Did I catch you off? It's gonna say thirteen fifty came in. You know, we're gonna go straight to break after that. Sage, I noticed right as you got into the studio, like ten minutes ago, the first thing you did was turn on the TV. I'm curious, what do you watch when you watch when you? The first thing I do when I get into the studio is turn off the TV. Actually, I always turn it off because I don't like it. I don't like. I don't know. It feels distracting to me. I always turn it off. It's always on as soon as I walk in here. I keep it on. I, I would keep when I was over there. I would keep it on if there was a game on. Um, now well, I, I always have this TV on, but the thing is like ESPN typically, or even Fox or FS1 will always have just some talk show on that does us no good. No, no. Some of us are trained to have it on for the news channels. Well, that's mm. fair. But when I walked in, it was on the office. So I don't know who's, <laughs> who's watching that. Uh, Steven was uh, <laughs> oh. working the board earlier this morning on, uh, in focus. So uh, I, just, yeah. I just don't know. How do you guys even know what's going on on that little TV in there? Like, yeah, like breaking news and you're like something is happening. Let me get my glasses yeah. on. I think it's Austin, Texas. It could be Washington DC or Russia. I'm not sure, but we will get to it. More like get out my binoculars. <laughs> Magnifying glass. It's just it's just the good old-fashioned training of someone who's been in the news business for a long time. That's right. That's right. Listeners later on in the show, I really want you want to get you involved with today's show because a fun topic that's been around Twitter the last couple of days it was brought up by that Big Game Boomer account, but it, it's something we Man, I can't remember the last time we ever talked about something like this. Maybe it casually comes up, but I think it'd be fun to share our stories. And if you have stories, please feel free to share them later on in the show in hour two by calling us at 537-1350. Your best and worst encounters with opposing fans. And it could be here in Manhattan or if you've traveled on the road with K-State to go to, you know, I've, I've seen Boulder, Colorado is a popular destination to share those horror stories with interactions with fans in and out Mm -hmm. of the stadium. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to hearing those uh, stories. And I know Troy and DG have those stories as well. (laughs) I have a few to share, but I also put in best as well, not just the worst. I want to hear your best stories. I have a really fun story about my experience of visiting College Station, Texas. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I thought it's a good one to share. So if you have any, save them for the second hour. Again, you can call us later on, and I can't wait to hear them. But I'm back from AEW. Um, I did not go to Whataburger last night. I was going to. No, here's the deal. I I went, but I didn't get food because it it just opened two days ago. 
the one in Legends, and I knew the one, there was actually one very close to that arena, Cable Dahmer Arena, but that was just absolutely insane. Sure. And so I get off 70 to go to Legends and go to that Whataburger, and they have actually a lane of the road coned off for anybody that wants to go to that Whataburger. Wow. But the thing is, like, nobody was in the lane. Like, there was no line. I was like, oh, great. There's not going to be much to worry about. You know, it's like it's 11, 11.30. We should be all right. And then get up to the Whataburger, and no joke, it's 50 cars deep. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I was like, no, this isn't going to happen. Bye. I love Whataburger, but it's late enough. Let's just get home. Not waiting. There's a Whataburger by the Cable Dom Arena? Yeah. I did not know that. I think, as a matter of fact, the first one to open. I did not know that. Maybe in the second. Hmm. And I know there is one just kind of over the border, like uh, into Missouri. Um, that's like in the south side of Kansas City. Whatever those towns are called. Lee Summit. There you go. Shocked. Shocker. I did not know that. Hmm. But now we have one in Kansas, thanks to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah! He's done something good for the, cool. once in the last couple of years. Yeah! Wait. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides getting his wife pregnant. Absolutely. Now, with AEW, I threw out a lot of names after interviewing Thunder Rosa on who would be there. A lot of those names, as a matter of fact, were not there. Whoa. It was a bit disappointing that AEW, there was false advertising. And I know that happens sometimes. The card is subject to change. But Chris Jericho wasn't there. The Hardys weren't there. A lot of big names that they rely on for ratings were not there. Hmm. But I will say, AEW last night at a sold-out Cable Dahmer Arena was the number one TV show last night on cable and satellite. So congratulations to Tony Khan for drawing those ratings. I think we made it maybe 90 seconds. Monica starts getting it fidgety. What do you mean? I I tuned over. Oh, you tuned in. For just a few moments. Well, they kicked it off with the Battle Royal. I mean, they got right into it. Yeah. And we got into the Battle Royal about, um, you know, where it was down to six wrestlers in the the ring at the time. And Uh she's like, how does anybody watch this? (laughs) As in she thought it was stupid? Oh, no. She didn't grow up on it the way we did. Well, probably not, but... I'm trying to think of why she would. I mean, it was a, it was pretty entertaining, but they, they had like a big surprise come out as the last person, and they got no reaction. I was like, Tony, oh. Tony, I was like, listen, I've booked a little wrestling in my time. I know to you, this is a big wrestler in Mexico. Andrade El, El Idolo is his name. He just married Ric Flair's daughter. That's oh why he'd been away for a while. Ah. And they brought him back last night. As like the big surprise, and it got no reaction. I'm like, dude, he's not over in the United States. Ugh. I could tell you that you could have gone with somebody else that would have had a bigger impact, Ugh. and that kind of killed the crowd for a while, mm. which was unfortunate. But they also brought out Will Osprey, which this means nothing to 99 percent of the people listening right now, but that is a ginormous name in the uh, across the world in professional wrestling, Dang. and uh, that was a big surprise because they're. You know, pushing a pay per view that's coming up in a couple of weeks with cross promoting with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So and that they, was that was it was an honor to see him in action, Will Osprey. It was a pop. It, it did pop. the The place was not expecting that. That's nice. for sure. Nice. But uh, it was okay. Uh, of the three AEW shows I've been to, that was probably the worst. Um, but it was okay. Just you know, the action. It was mm-hmm. a lot of slow paced action. Uh, <sighs> so. Not their best night, but do, Tony Khan got his ratings. Do you feel like when you're in the stands, you can tell a difference between one that's televised and one that's not being televised? Is there a huge difference, you think, in pace or 
Are you talking about like when they go to commercial? Yeah. I mean, is it like, is that a, is that something like you can tell like, oh boy, they're at commercial now. Or is it something that yes. uh, you, you can tell for sure? For sure. But the thing is they do a picture in picture thing now. So when they go to commercial, the advertising is the bigger screen oh. and, and then a small corner there's a small screen, and in the corner there's a small screen with the action going on. But, like, I mean, WWE wrestlers will tell you, when they go to commercial, they really slow things down and don't really do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, from what I – I mean, I know how these wrestlers, the the punishment they put on their bodies, they're not going to do a bunch of crazy stuff when nobody's watching Hell at home. Hell no. That's where the audience is. That's – you want the crowd to react, but the main audience is those watching on TV. Those right. are millions across the world, right? Compared to six thousand in the arena, you know right. what I mean? That's where you're gonna make your bank when you sell merch and stuff. As the people at home, yeah. who are like, I gotta go see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, it was okay. It was all right. Wow. Uh, I, I'm still a fan. I'll still go. WWE and their blood money. I gave up on them. And speaking <laughs> of blood money, that does lead into my next. Uh, thing I did want to bring up is I can't get away from this story. It's a big one because the first event did start and it's live. Am I saying that right? Yep. The live golf thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I just started kind of getting into that story today because it started today. All the talking heads on ESPN have been talking about it. So I wanted to learn more about what was going on. And it's basically, you know, of course, the Saudi Arabia government uh, under the disguise of an investment group has started this separate golf tour that's basically eight stops across the world, which is pretty cool. They're going to Bangkok, Thailand. I thought that was a pretty neat stop. Um, But the Prince of Saudi Arabia is the one in charge, right? And that Mm -hmm. dude is horrible. It's it's what they call their uh, sovereign fund, which is essentially a fund that the government controls, but... That you know is spent in different ways. So I'm not sure what the layer is between him and what decisions are made on the funding side, but, but it, there's something there. When they put this together, though, Saudi Arabia, their goal is to get the best golfers in the world to come here or come to that and compete there and take the repu- the United States reputation of golf and make it their own. Phil Mickelson has been the uh, lead name on all of this. He's getting a ton of money. And it was brought up in a press conference or during a presser where he was asked, you know, Saudi Arabia and this prince guy, um, he has been involved with some horrible human rights issues. The way they treat the LGBTQ community can be executed for being gay. He said, I understood all that, but I I joined up, this paraphrasing, of course, I joined up because the PGA Tour has to change the way they run things. Now, I'm clearly paraphrasing. But I got to say, Phil Mickelson, you are absolutely full of crap. That is absolutely nonsense. I don't know exactly what the right reason is to make a change and gain awareness on, hey, the PGA needs to change the way they do things because golfers aren't happy right now. To take over $100 million from Saudi Arabia to go play golf somewhere else is not the best example and not the best message to send when you're trying to change something from a different entity. Golf is not that big of a draw in the United States anyway. If you want people to care, you need to do something within the golfers that are in the PGA, in my opinion. But if you're taking over $100 million and joining up, but at the same time you're trying to say, well, I'm trying to make a change by taking all this money that... People have been begging 
for the Saudi Arabia government and the way things are ran, trying to beg them for them to change things the way they do things. A horrible message. So Phil Mickelson has sold out, and so has the other golfers, in my opinion, that have joined up on this. I, and the, the money thing, like, I understand if you want the money, but also think about who you're joining up with. Sure. And if you, want, if you don't care about your reputation, go ahead. But for a lot of golfers out there, their reputation is more important than blood money. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I brought up, people want to get into the socio and political aspects of this. And, well, you know, what, what right does anybody have to complain about this when the U.S. and England are giving, essentially, Saudis weapons and military gear and the like you know listen let let's just keep this to sports and what occurred between mbs and in the entire khashoggi case that's just wrong it's just period wrong and you're as a person electing to be involved with that that makes it really slimy absolutely absolutely and i uh, my thing was i was uh I was shocked at the first backlash that he that he got for saying that. Like he was like, "Those guys are bad," but I'm still going to join up with them. Um, the PGA. I don't see how this changes how the PGA does things. Like they don't have a hundred million dollars to hand out to somebody. I don't know about you guys, but when I see the payouts for the tournaments that PGA guys get, it makes me blush. Like they get paid. A lot of money. And that's not where they make their best money either. Right, right. And they get endorsement deals. And, like, I just don't understand from a golfing perspective, what is he talking about? It's not like we're talking about if a major leaguer is like, hey, they need to change what they do for minor leaguers. Man, they don't pay them. I get on board with that. That's fine. But when we're talking about PGA guys, I'm pretty sure they get paid pretty well. And it's uh, if you want to make it more – of a thing for like the fans and stuff, I th- you got to put more skills stuff in there to get a well, guy like me to watch golf. I don't care like about I s- straight up. Like golf. I said, with where the PGA is in a draw to bring in viewers, the way golfers are made mm-hmm. and its popularity, they're they're nobodies until they win something. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, like nobody cares about college golf. No. Those guys aren't known. It's taken until next year for the Big 12 to even get their tournament, the golf tournament, onto ESPN Plus Mm. as an event. Mm. This isn't a sport where people pay attention to the up-and-comers. Heck, I was looking at the ratings at the final round of the PGA Tour got, and AEW Wrestling does better numbers than that. Pro Wrestling... On a Wednesday night, has done better than that. Until Charlie Woods is ready to become his dad. Yeah, really. (laughs) I mean, there's nobody there for for the PGA. I mean, what changes though is Phil Mickelson talking about though? That's what I I don't I don't understand either. I I I don't because there really wasn't. I, I I've never seen clarification on that. No, I believe that it's in his mindset that money that the PGA utilizes for itself at this point in management and the like may very well need to be actually given to the golfers. 
that they're the ones that are earning the money and not the PGA itself. But that's failing to recognize that the PGA also you know, operates two additional tours in the United States. And, you know, it has its responsibilities as well. And there's money that has to go to the courses that, that are hosting your events. There's money that has to go to personnel. There's money, you know, it, Phil's not looking at it that way. He's looking at it for his own pocket. Mm-hmm. I just, I and like, he's like, they, they, they have to make changes, you know, the PGA. Now it's even going to be less people watching this one. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to watch this. Yeah. One, well, know? and that's—I don't think that's what Saudi Arabia is even getting involved with golf. Right. Well, and, and, and they're and not going to make money off of this. There's no way. Nah. No. This is. This they don't have is, TV rights for all of their events. This is a matter of trying to break into a field and probably force the PGA at a point to sell to them. That's what they would like to do. And what does Saudi Arabia have that can get the big names to come over in a snap of a finger? Cash. Money. Cash money. They got that oil money. They got that blood money. Yeah. They're like, hey, man, I'm going to spend this money on the uh, fake PGA Tour. No one's going to tell them no. (laughs) Anybody that tells them no, like, well, you're in prison. No. Sorry. It's just the whole deal to me, I really don't. Care. The, w- <laughs> the WWE, a huge reason why I do not pay attention to that one lick anymore is because their partnership with Saudi Arabia. They were the first to join up with them in a major, in a major way, as in signing on to do shows over in Saudi Arabia. You want to take a guess of how much the WWE makes per show over there? 50 million dollars a show man over in saudi arabia and the saudi arabia government calls the shots they request who comes over and wwe will be like hey saudi arabia they're throwing in all this extra money if you come over and do this show as it like bill goldberg is a is a great example of that they also request a bunch of dead guys that they didn't know who was dead and they're trying to get them to come over yoko zuna was a request a couple of years ago and he's been gone since 2000. Oh my god. No way. <laughs> but it, it's just WWE has is allowed to broadcast it sure. back in the United States and across the country, but heck, I think one event, if I might be mistaken, but like women weren't even allowed to go to the event. Right. Yeah, or yeah, if yeah. they were, they had to sit all the way up in the upper deck. But meanwhile, like the actual like government of Saudi Arabia, they got the best seats in the house. Sure, heck yeah, they did. It was like that that was like just for pure Yeah enjoyment for that government to bring them and now they're coming in twice a year so it's it's called the what's it called the gem or something like the crown jewel crown jewel something like that yeah Yeah. they did a couple of shows heard about this yeah that's uh that's that's crazy anyway we need to take a time out when we come back big steve is going to come in sage is coming over here it's time to play our thursday game of do they know it that's next Attending AEW last night with me was former sports director here at K-Man, John Kurtz. <laughs> and I told him before the show, I was like, man, there's I think there's one group you, you would really like. They're called the Acclaimed. And one of them in the, in the team is Max Caster. And when they always come to the ring, they rap. Ooh. I was like, I think and it's always involved. Usually with the rap, it involves current storyline or who they're facing. They'll talk some trash, but also they'll throw... A little bit of shade towards the town mm-hmm. there, and here's the opening line of the rap. Go. Go. 
claimed in the guns, yo, we back in the zone. All y'all gonna choke like Patrick Mahomes. So it's easy to poke fun at KC when you bring up a little Patrick Mahomes. They'll take it, even though it may not necessarily be true that he's a choke artist. No. That uh, you can maybe trigger the KC crowd a little bit. Just a tad. We did get at one point a tomahawk chop. Sure. It's uh, my dream to be a a pro wrestling heel. I think that'd be the funnest gig just to be able to just say whatever you want to people and rile them oh, up. Oh, the heels are the best. The best. The baby faces are boring. I know, because they got to be like, hey, Kansas City, oh, hey, how's it going? Now nah, the heels get to say stuff like, yeah, your favorite quarterback's a choke artist. That's that's great. That's great. All right, Big Steve, is now. he's wearing a sweet Metallica shirt, by the way. Thank you. I bust this out every once in a while when I remember to wash it. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Big Steve doesn't do laundry as much as he should. We just learned that about I have a lot of shirts, okay? A lot of shirts and a lot of pants, so I do laundry like once every two weeks. Notice how most of them are black shirts, by the way. Because that's what I look best in, all right? Can't see ketchup stains on black shirts that well. There you go. All right, Big Steve, let's hit it. They know sports, they know jokes, and even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do They Know It? Game number 20 this afternoon, which is just wild to think about. We do have an interesting twist today, and this twist is permanent. Here on out, this is always going to be a thing from now on. So I will get that out of the way, and then we'll explain how the game works. So now when you pick a clip, I will tell you what decade it's from. After uh, you have picked the clip. So that way it kind of gives you a helping hand and points you in the right direction. That tells me Big Steve is going to mix it up a little bit more with uh, Dex. where these yeah where these uh, clips are coming from. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I can't wait to dominate I once again. I think this again. is a good move. And since we had some confusion last week, I want to clear this up. As soon as you get one answer wrong, even if you know the other, if you didn't answer with your correct answer first, you can no longer answer. As soon as you are wrong, your turn is over. If you, you're okay. clarifying but that if now. You, if you answer correctly but miss the second part, that's fine. That's okay. You still get the point. But I think that's where the confusion lies. Yes, that's where I thought it was too, so yes. I want to make that abundantly clear. I'm doing hand motions because <laughs> I understand that. The original mu- music versus movies, you can miss one but still have a shot at the other answer. Right. I think this shakes right. it up and makes okay. it a little more All right, fun. Fine. This shake it, it up. <laughs> yeah. So here's how the game works. Three categories, two options a category. We have movies, TV shows, and music. Two options per. Basically, you tell me what option you want to hear. I play it. For movies, I'm looking for the name of the film and the name of the actor or actress. And if it's an animated one, name of the character will suffice as well. For TV show, I'm looking for the name of the show, the name of the character. For music, it's the name of the song and the name of the artist. Unlimited steals, as always. Today, our teams are David G. and Sage, Troy and Mitch. So, David G. and Sage, what's your team name today? Um, uh, With a Z. Just yeah. with a Z. Yeah, with, with just with a Z. With a Z. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And yep. uh, Mitch yep. and Troy. Uh, this will be a shout-out to the tag team last night that probably got the loudest ovation and had oh. one of the best matches last night. Okay. It's not their name, but it's a nickname they go by. So, our name today is Top Guys. Top guys. Ah, All right. With I a thought Z? It was... <laughs> no Z. No, okay. that's their gimmick. And just a recap from last game, we had Mitch Maverick, who went 
single against Troy and Dave G on their team, three to zero. Oh, and their team was two olds with a Z, with by a the way. Z, and the number two at the front. Oh, with man. all of that out of the way, Dave G, call the coin flip. Uh, tails. And it is tails. Heads right. today. Oh my God, Troy, go ahead. This game stinks. Oh, let's take a shot at TVA. TVA, you got it. Well, I have to wear a hat to make it rhyme. I'll show you what I mean. It goes um, uh, they squeak, squat, boing, boing, just like that. And now I'm singing in my hat. That, you see, my hat's in the song. That clip is from the '80s. And just a reminder: hmm. movies and TV get one replay. Troy, this is this is you here, man. This is your mm-hmm. wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. TV shows in the 80s? Let's hit that one again. You got it. Here is your sound again. Well, I have to wear a hat to make it rhyme. I'll show you what I mean. It goes, um, uh, they squeak, squat, boing, boing, just like that. And now I'm singing in my hat. You see, my hat's in the song. See, I wasn't a kid in the 80s. And that sounds obviously like a kid show. Right. And I'm I'm leaning towards I'm trying to lean towards Saturday cartoons, but I'm I'm drawing a blank as to what that would have been. What's hilarious to me is earlier I previewed all these to Sam Honeybuns, and he said, "Oh, Troy's going to get that immediately." So. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, that's some pressure. Uh, I mean it. Well, I mean it can't be the the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. But, I mean, you wouldn't throw an ad in at us. Are you, no, I are you still blanking? I am. What's that? Di- what was that dinosaur show? Oh, uh, it was dinosaurs. All right, let's go with dinosaurs. That is not. You guys want to try to steal over here? Um, I mean, my problem is I feel like I don't know in my brain which are '80s shows and which are '90s shows. I'm trying to differentiate. <laughs> I don't know if this helps any, but I was raised on a healthy amount of this show, even though it was from the '80s. I was. Boy. Was I don't know. Was Pinky in the Brain? That was a '90s show. Wasn't that was a, it? yeah. That was a, that was on the Animaniacs. That's a '90s. 80s. Um, man. Oh, I'm going to kill myself when I know it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, are, do you have any guess? I don't have any guess. Okay. Bobby's World? <laughs> that is Fraggle Rock. Oh. And that is the character of Wembley. Oh. Love hey, Fraggle Rock. Never not seen my, it. Not my scene. Now, had, that, had Monica been in this seat, she would have known that one for you. Probably immediately. Oh. All right, well, we flip around David G and Sage, your move. Go ahead, Sage. Sage. Let's try movie B. Movie B, you got it. I'm at the Orbitville Hospital. An old man's just been killed down here. And that one is also from the 80s. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> from the 80s? From the 80s. <laughs> uh, that was it? That was the whole clip. <laughs> oh, my no. God. Do you need the replay? Yes. Here it is. I'm at the Orbitville Hospital. An old man's just been killed down here. So is that some sort of horror movie, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah this is our 80s, curveball clip of the week, folks. Yeah, what are 80s horror movies? Okay, um, okay, okay. God dang it! <laughs> um, Halloween. Oh, that was my guess. Oh, but I don't know. Was that was that 80s? Yeah. yeah. Was it 80s? I mean, they had a movie in every decade. I can't think of late 70s. <laughs> yeah. It was late 80s, 70s. 90s, 2000, 2010, That was my guess. Yeah. Every one of them. Whew. Yeah, this is our hard one this week, so. Brutality. 
it just wow. <laughs> you draw a blank. Should we just guess another horror yeah, movie? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to give it a shot. Go ahead, with Poltergeist. Oh. Nope, that is the Blob. Oh God, the Blob. <laughs> the blo- have you not seen the Blob? I thought that was Robin Williams. <laughs> no, that is Donovan Leach. So. Oh God! Don, I don't Donovan Leach. That's the only thing he's known for. You know when you so. go to a trivia <laughs> and you go, me. "Oh, this is gonna be easy." I'm a trivia person, and then they're like, "Name the lead actor in The Blob," and you go, "Ah, I don't know it like that." And they go, "Well, this is trivia, <laughs> Jeopardy style." God! All right, well we're shuffled back around, Mitch and Troy. We need to go song. Yeah, let's go song B. Song B, you got it. If I <laughs> Would you still remember me? Ah, uh, this is from the 2000s. No, it's from the 70s. Oh, okay. Oh, what? It no. in every concert you have ever, ever uh, been to in your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, in one way, this is actually coming up today in number one song of the day. Ooh. Uh, that would be... What is it again? I don't know. I'm blanking, I'm blanking too. I am too. Oh, I just saw the look of complete just disappointment yeah. on Mitch's uh, face because he had it and then his face is I'm just thinking, like, oh, all right, I got to think 70s. Yeah. Um, it has like a southern sound to it. I'm leaning more towards like a... F- is that... No. Oh, it just came to me. No. Free Bird Leonard Skinner. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> got a sick guitar solo. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Dave G and Sage, you're back up. Oh, I'm choosing Yeah, again? go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Uh, how about the other song? The other song, you got it. I never saw the end inside. <laughs> Fools are kind of blind. Thought everything was going all right. But I was running out of time. And that clip is from the 90s, by the way. I don't know I this. I am not oh. a country gal. I am not a country gal, guy <laughs> or gal. And uh, so this one is, uh, it's Garth Brooks. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Good guess, though. <laughs> Easy point, George Strait. Oh. I, I respect him. So much, but I, I mean, I can't, it's not for me. I don't have that ear where I go, that's George Strait at all, at all. But I respect the side that I'm Write this down. Yeah. I had had to go through the lyric in my head. I I feel that Sage had to do that like several episodes back. She's like, Uh, what is it? Well, all right. right. Sage, great picks, by the way. God. I picked picked both of them. Jerk! Come on. Hey, the game's not over yet, though. So let me let's yeah, go. Let's go. To the last uh, TVB. TVB, you got it. You should get one too, and then we could start a moped gang. We'll call it Salt and Pepper. You know, because we both like salt and pepper on our fries. And that one is from the two thousands. <laughs> oh. Do you need Baby, the replay? This down. Yeah, go ahead. Here's the replay. You should get one, too, and then we could start a moped gang. We'll call it Salt and Pepper. You know, because we both like salt and pepper on our fries. <laughs> so the voice sounds pretty familiar. I don't know the character name, but I, you have a clue, Troy? I don't. Is that my name is Earl? Oh, man, dang it. And the character. I don't know. 
I don't know the character. Nah, just for giggles, Earl. Well, <laughs> I mean, I did know it wasn't Earl. Well, I know it was just more to just get it out of there. All right, David G and Sage to Sage. get on the board. Would you like to steal the points well, for Sage. a sec, real quick though? Did you know that Sage? I had heard that before, but yeah. I was going through my mental Rolodex of so, information. <laughs> I, I don't remember the guy, the actor's name, but he's in like he's in American History X. He's also in Mall Rats. Uh-huh. And I was like, that clicked. I was like, oh, he's that's the only TV show I can. Th- it it's just Ethan all clicked. Something. I had to put the pieces together. His name's Ethan. It something. was a jigsaw puzzle. Um, my name is Earl. It was a show back in the two thousands. I, I know the show. <laughs> I know what the show. Is. Um, Stalling for know. time. Well, Jason Bobby, Lee. Jason Lee was the Bobby. I don't know. Nope, that is Randy <sighs> on the show. Oh, oh Randy. Uh-huh. Yep. All right, well, we got the one option left. That is movie A for Sage and David G. Here it is. Mrs. Monroe showed me where the salon's going to be. You could have a cosmetics counter. What? So we, we had interruption in our headsets. Oh, lightning. You'll, yeah, you'll have to play okay. it again. What, Here, what's the decade? Uh, this is from the 90s. Okay. So here is that sound again. Stay away, lightning. Mrs. Monroe showed me where the salon's going to be. You could have a cosmetics counter. I know what it is. It's Edward Scissorhands. Yep. And that's Edward Scissorhands, Johnny Depp. Give us the point and get us out of here. 1350 KMA and News Talk Radio. If only it actually ends that easily. <laughs> so <laughs> we have top guys. Final score five to with a Z two. That was all right. That At was least right. you didn't get shut out. Yeah. Top guys are the top guys. Out. Oh. What about with a Z at the end. Is that? No, you guys lost. Dang it. Okay. That's You guys lost. That you don't stinks. get to talk at the end. You don't get to celebrate in any way. You just have to really sell the lower back and maybe even have a referee carry you out. Uh, <laughs> All right. When we come back, you know, the pe- people think the Royals have hit rock bottom. I think the LA Angels got there first, oh. and I'll tell you why next. You thought the Royals were the laughing stock of baseball. Oh, man. Joke's on you. Yeah. All that attention has gone to the West Coast in SoCal, Anaheim to be exact. The LA Angels have done something that is unforgivable. <laughs> so the Kansas City Royals, worst team in baseball. Cal Eldred is still there. Mm. Mike Matheny's still there. <laughs> Everybody that should be gone <laughs> is still there. But the Angels just recently fired Joe Madden and Mike Trout. Unfortunately for them, it gets worse because Mike Trout goes out with an injury, a groin injury, a couple of nights ago. He is day-to-day, so that can mean anything. And L.A. is on a historic losing streak. As of last night, they have lost 14 in a row. That is a franchise record Mm -hmm. losing streak. But it's not like they're completely done. They're nine and a half back in the AL West in the record. They're four games below 500 at 27 and 31. It, of course, could be a lot worse. But they have an interim manager. His name is Phil Nevin. Troy, do you know who he is? Yeah. Longtime player with the Padres specifically. Went for the Yanks for a little bit too. The, there. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Third baseman. He decided to uh, shake things up a little bit, trying to get the bats going. Now, I have said many times on the show I'm not a fan of Nickelback. I know it's cliche 
to not like Nickelback. I just don't like Nickelback. It's pretty much for the same reason I don't like Five Finger Death Punch. Like to me, Five Finger Death Punch is a metal band for country fans. Whoa, whoa! I just don't like their sound. They're Shots not appealing fired. to me, and in a way, they're cheesy. Mm. But Phil Nevin is a Nickelback fan, and he decided without telling the players they did not know that the batting order, all nine. <laughs> would be going up to the plate to their own Nickelback song. I didn't know this. <laughs> oh. Shohei Hotani. <sighs> photograph. <laughs> Joe Adele, Rockstar, Jared Walsh, How You Remind Me, Matt Duffy, Someday. Juan Lagares, am I saying that right, Troy? Juan Lagares, yes. Uh, if Today Was Your Last Day, Brandon Marsh, When We Stand Together, some of these I haven't even heard of, Jack Mayfield, what are you waiting for? Kurt Suzuki this afternoon and Tyler Wade animals. Here comes a 3-2 pitch. It's a slider. Wade ground ball to the shortstop. Quick throw to first out. Look at this photograph. <laughs> every time I think it makes me laugh. Let me tell you. Yeah. I in my life I want to visit every ballpark. Yeah. Yep. And I've been to six. So I haven't been to a whole lot, but a de- an okay amount, respectable mm-hmm. amount. For sure. And I want to go to the LA Angels. I want to visit Anaheim. I've seen the stadium with my own eyes. I've just never been to a game. If I was there that night, that would have been my worst case scenario, oh. a bad dream, a nightmare you're, as that, a spectator. That point where you're just, nope, I'm out. See you. It's bad enough Seinfeld. for losing well, 14 straight. And the fans hands up like Seinfeld. <laughs> get out. I would have left early. I don't care what scenario that game is in. I'm out. <laughs> and for the poor fans, which, by the way, everybody made fun of it on Twitter. Yeah. But the poor fans that are there, they're like, all right, they just played that Nickelback. Oh, now we got another one. Is this going to end? No, we're going to have to hear this crap all night long. <laughs> the kicker is, though, to me that the players didn't know. As if this was going to be some sort of a spark for the offense. <laughs> yeah. That's going to do the exact opposite for the offense. Because nobody listens to Nickelback. No. Nobody uses Nickelback. Now, wait a minute. Phil Nevin does. Yeah. Phil Nevin listens to Nickelback. Congratulations, Nickelback. You get 30 listens a week <laughs> on Spotify because of one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love it. I think he, Phil Nevin, being somebody that spent, I mean, he probably was in the league for 12 seasons. Um, guess what the final score was last night? Uh, no, God. 8 nothing. Not quite. But. It was one nothing to the Boston Red Sox. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. He knows out of that's, anybody. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, let's let's light a fire beneath these guys. Let's play Nickelback. Get them loose. I think it's more about just go. lose. You got to get loose. The and, teams and, the teams couldn't and, wait to get out of there. They didn't yeah, swing the bat. Like, they just took whatever came out of there. Swing or not. Okay, they, let's go. Let's go. Strike let's go. it. You score one real quick, and then we're out of here. Let's go. Oh. Now, before we, we got out of here for the top of the hour, I wanted to bring another thing up before we take our, our uh, bottom of the hour break here. I should say top of the hour break. I'm getting mixed up. Anyway, this isn't official yet, but I have a source. And the source says, GoldenEye 007, which of course is from Nintendo 64, is getting remastered. Gamers, and also those old gamers, maybe had an N64 back in the day. I still have mine. It's in the office, by the way. Yeah, With it is. With GoldenEye 007. 
The Xbox is going to remaster it. Right it on. is coming back in... Man, you ask those around my age, maybe a little bit older, DG's age. Oh, man. Come on. They would say N64. This is probably the best game they made. They'll also probably Ooh. throw in uh, maybe uh, like Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd throw in Star Fox. Mm. Zelda. Yes. Would be a popular pick. Yes. But GoldenEye 007, for a lot of people out there, even though they haven't played it in 15 years, would say this was the banger back in the day. It was so good. I played GoldenEye not too long ago. And unfortunately for me, I tried playing it like it was Call of Duty. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't, no. It doesn't work that way. Oh, uh, no. And I got my butt whooped by John Kurtz. Yeah. You, it's like, it's odd how the gameplay hasn't carried over at all. Well, that's the thing. Like, GoldenEye is not a top 10. Uh, well, For its time, mm -hmm. it was an amazing video game. But the way video games have evolved, I mean, it's you, you can't compete with what's out today. No. What's come out in the last decade, last 15 years, it can't compete. No. But with Xbox remastering it, it's going to get some sales, especially with how popular gaming is today. Yes. Gaming is hotter now than it has ever been. It's so big. There, It's competition professionally across the globe arenas are being built specifically for gaming crazy i would like to see them make a competition out of goldeneye 007 with Ooh. the multiplayer and just have the four well the thing is back then it just cut the screens into four the screen into four separate you have four people playing and you would of course you know take a peek at the other screen see where the guy is and you go gun him down yeah that is that's a that's a competition waiting to be made. Mm -hmm. I think that's where they should go with it. Mm -hmm. It's not official, but Xbox is going to remaster this game, and it's going to be huge. Oh boy! How do you set that up though, so that it's so that everybody's not Bond? Well, I mean, you have all different characters, right? Nobody nobody's going to always pick Bond. And like there were guys that were they, like who you picked wasn't so much it was if whoever got that PP7 baby or if you set it to Golden Gun Golden ah, Gun it's one shot you're done yeah all right hour to the game hey listeners I want to get you involved because when we come back we're gonna tell some stories thanks to Twitter this has been a topic for a few days the best and worst encounters with opposing fans give us a call five three seven thirteen fifty if you want to share. One of your stories. Hour two of the game is coming up next. Also, your local news.